I've been thinking about this whole idea about the war on the unindoctrinated. Those of us that are actually awake, those of us that are red-pilled, those, those of us that don't have our heads buried in the sand. So the battle, battlefield is still warm following the war on the unvaccinated. The mandates have started to let up and both sides stumble back into something that looks like the old normal. Except that there is a fresh and present injury done to the people we tried to break and no one wants to talk about it. Only weeks ago, it was the admitted goal of our own leaders to make life unlivable for the unvaccinated. And as a deputized collective, we force multiplied that pain, taking the fight into our families, friendships, and workplaces. Today, we face the hard truth that none of it was justified, and in doing that, uncover a precious lesson. It was a quick slide from righteousness to cruelty. And however we might blame our leaders for the push, we're accountable for stepping into the trap, despite our better judgment. We knew that waning immunity put vast numbers of fully vaccinated on par with the shrinking minority of unvaccinated. Yet we marked them for special persecution. We said they hadn't done the right thing by turning their bodies over to state care. Even though we knew that principled opposition to such a thing is priceless in any circumstance. And we truly let ourselves believe that going into another ineffectual lockdown would be their fault, not the fault of toxic policy. And so it was by the willful ignorance of science, civics, and politics that we squeezed the unvaccinated to the degree that we did. We invented a new rubric for the good citizen and failing to be one ourselves took pleasure in scapegoating anyone who didn't measure up. After months of engineered lockdowns, having someone to blame and to burn simply felt good. So we cannot hold our heads high as if believing we had logic, love, and truth on our side while we viciously wished death upon the unvaccinated. The best we can do is sit in awareness of our rabid inhumanity for having cast so many aside. Most of us who pillared the non-compliant did it because it seemed like certain victory, like the unvaccinated would never make it through unbroken. Indeed, the promised new normal looked unbeatable. So we sided with it and made punching bags out of the holdouts. But betting against them has been a scathing embarrassment for many of us who've now learned that the mandates only had the power we gave them. Remember how I've been preaching all along, refuse to comply? One of my guests here today actually was saying that a lot also. It was not through quiet compliance that we avoided endless domination by pharmaceutical companies and medical checkpoints at every doorway. It was thanks to the people we tried to tear down. So for those of us not among the hopeless few that pray for the return of mandates, we might find some inner gratitude for the unvaccinated. We took the bait by hating them, but their perseverance bought us the time to see we were wrong. It seems right now that the mandates will return, but this time there's hope that more of us will see them for what they are. 
a rising authoritarianism that has no concern for our well-being. If there's an enemy, it's the confidence game of state power and the transparent attempt to tear us apart. Heading that looks like our best shot at redemption. Or heeding that, sorry. This situation was largely perpetrated using a coordinated propaganda campaign by the Democrat Party, globalist, compliant media outlets, and big tech. The entire world has been held hostage by the enormous scam. It was further carried out through the cancellation of any dissenting information provided by thousands of doctors, scientists, experts, and political opponents. Dr. Simone Gold is currently spending 60 days in a D.C. gulag simply for speaking the truth. It has now become obvious that those that have been trying to speak out and have been silenced for the past couple of years were completely right. We are now seeing that, in fact, the so-called vax is not safe or effective. In fact, it has now been proven that the jab actually compromises your natural immune system and makes you more susceptible to serious illness. More and more people are dropping dead from unexplained heart issues. I know people that know people. I, 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 there's a lot of people that I know of that have had this situation. The reproductive health of injected women is now in question. What will the long-term consequences be for the human race? The so-called efficacy was never backed up by any real scientific data. No long-term studies were ever considered. There was all this talk of the science, but when it comes down to it, real science was never utilized. This is after millions of people have been duped, coerced, threatened, and fired from their jobs. Lives have been ruined. Children have been, have been injected with experimental drug for no good reason, possibly endangering their hope of a long, ha uh, healthy future. What we have seen is the very definition of a large-scale conspiracy. Will those involved ever be held accountable? I don't think so. In a quote from an article at markgb.com from 2018, it states, Propaganda has reached its zenith when each member of the target population thinks the same, when they are afraid to think differently. At this point, leadership may commit whatever atrocities it sees fit. In the certainty that the population will either not see it or will view the expression of criticism as a more heinous crime than the act being observed. This is achieved through cementing a false equivalence in the mind of the group. Such a false equivalence is being cemented in the UK right now. The idea that criticism of Israel's persecution of Palestinians is an act of anti-Semitism. The propaganda seeks to bend the group mind. Thoughts and actions consistent with the narrative are deemed to be socially acceptable and politically correct. Ones that challenge it are regarded as socially unacceptable and politically incorrect. Over time, this is reinforced through a dynamic that exists within every human grouping, and many species of mammal fear of disapproval. Therefore, the propagandist is employing a form of crowd control. 
When the fear of disapproval becomes so strong that one's sense of belonging or even physical survival depend on adherence to the narrative, when failure to comply with it attracts immediate rebuke from other members of the group, then the population can be said to be policing itself. That is how cults function. And more frequently than you might imagine, it's how intelligence agencies and other governmental figures attempt to work through the media. In George Orwell's novel, 1984, the party had achieved what we might call a maintenance state for the narrative. Society was policing itself. For example, in Oceana, children were taught to report their parents to the thought police. And if they demonstrated any sign of disloyalty to the party, disloyalty was considered a thought crime. In another quote from 1984, it states, actions are held to be good or bad, not on their own merits, but according to who does them. There's, an almost, no, there's almost no kind of outrage. Torture, imprisonment without trial, assassination, the bombing of civilians, which does not change its moral color when it is committed by our side. The nationalist not only does not approve does not disapprove of atrocities committed by his own side. He has a remarkable capacity for not even hearing about them. You know, a perfect example of an outrage such as this occurring in our country right now by the Democrat Party is how January 6th protesters are being tortured and imprisoned without a trial in D.C. gulags. There's absolutely zero opposition to this un-American, unconstitutional treatment of these American citizens by Democrat politicians and their supporters. Most are simply patriotic Americans protesting a government they disagree with. At the most, some are only guilty of trespassing. Are people in today's world so wrapped up in the bubble of their own lives that they no longer care about anybody else but themselves? <laughs> 